0: This show is proudly sponsored by TraderCobb.com forward slash classroom. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking this show on the road. First of all, major cities across Australia and then over to New Zealand. We'll be moving across the globe through 2020. So please register your city and your interest. Get your spot quick because they're filling fast. All you have to do is go to tradercob.com forward slash classroom. If you're already a member, let us know because we've got special prices for members already. That's tradercob.com forward slash classroom. Spots are filling quick. So get in involved. Hello, everybody. and Welcome to the TraderCobb Crypto Show. Today's guest, well, I've got somebody who's been around for a little while who's sitting, well, standing by the look of it, in the <laughs> canal looking out over it. I've got Robert Viglioni, who is the co-founder and CEO at Horizon Labs. And we're going to go through what Horizon's actually doing, what they're trying to fulfill, and also we're going to talk to a little bit of uh, what you're doing in the education space. So thank you so much for your time today.
1: Greg, thanks for having me. And yes, you're right. I'm on a standing desk right
0: now. Yeah, Highly yeah, recommend see. it. I'm, I'm yes. on a standing desk, but I'm sitting down because I'm feeling pretty lazy right now. <laughs> I in the morning for me. <laughs> so, well, let's get straight into it, mate. Tell us a little bit about you. I want to know what you've been doing in the past, what brought you into this space, you know, where your skill set lies, I suppose.
1: Sure, sure. So I was a physicist, mathematician. My, my early career was actually working with the US Air Force uh, in Space Command. So I worked in... Satellites and basically space satellite systems, um, intelligence systems, uh, rocket launch systems, and then I got into more operational intelligence and you know some of the America's wars. So that was that was my background, uh, early career, more on the scientific quant side there of the intel world, and then I went back to academia for my PhD, and I actually switched over from uh, you know those hard base sciences like physics, and math into Uh, financial economics, which is really more math, um, but math of social systems, social science. So that was a different way of looking at it. And I was fortunate to have a really, really forward looking uh, department that I I worked in and they let me study Bitcoin. So I studied Bitcoin asset pricing for my PhD work. And then they hired me back as an adjunct faculty member to teach Bitcoin and uh, Bitcoin for finance finance applications of Bitcoin and blockchain.
0: Wow, that's pretty intense. So that's the that's the I suppose the the early history of Sir Robert. Well, not Sir, yet, he's not been yet. <laughs> not knighted yet, but I was <laughs> always. <hoping. laughs> and so, and then into so so from from that um, academic sort of part. Um, very okay. Before I go any further, everyone wants to know: Is the world flat? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. so <laughs> not been up there yet, though. Yeah, <laughs> not all the way
1: up there. A lot of commercial
0: airlines though. <laughs> true, true. Okay, now that we've got that out of the way, everyone can relax and take a big deep breath. <laughs> so that was your academic part and a very intense one by the sound of it, very deep analytics and, and some pretty serious sounding science and math. So then you went into the, as you say, the financial services sector. You, you, was, you did a PhD, or was it on your um, on Bitcoin? What led from there? So from there, actually,
1: after I passed uh, what I say the hard part, so really passing all the coursework of the PhD, the comprehensives, qualifiers, and all that stuff, I had a little bit more time on my hands, or so I thought. So I started to get involved uh, a little bit more actively in the entrepreneurial side of the industry, started working for some blockchain startups. Um, The first one actually was called BlockPay, and that was uh, a merchant services startup, actually uh, building on the or off of the BitShares blockchain. So it was an interesting crowd, I think great vision, but way too early. And what I realized was you, know, you could have a good idea, but you could be a few years too early to market and it doesn't matter, you're still gonna fail. Uh, and I also learned from governance, uh, it's such a big deal because basically the project imploded when two founders just kind of butt hit, butted heads with each other and took down the entire project. So you know, some of the things that are really important to me, good governance, mm-hmm. stability, um, security, uh, and,
0: you know, trying to go to market in a rational way. That makes perfect sense. And I suppose that's probably, I mean, I'm going to ask you the question anyway, but I think that I've already got the answer in the back of my mind, but we'll do it anyway. So what <laughs> drive you to start Horizon Labs?
1: All right. Well, I, <laughs> I started getting involved um, in a protocol. The protocol is called Z Classic yep. because I love the zero knowledge stuff that Zcash brought to market and Z Classic was really just kind of a, a smaller community-driven project uh, that, really, in the early days, purely mimicked Zcash. So it was fun. It was really meant to be a hobby project. Uh, but working on the project, realizing there was a huge void of any kind of leadership or, you know, really strategic thinking and where we're going to go in the future, I just started getting a lot more active. Got active to the point that I became, a, you know, a core core leadership member of the project and Realized, you know, the project was cool, but it was really meant to be a hobby. And if I wanted to really do this, what would I do? And that's where uh, Zen Cash at the time was born was let's you kind of fork the project that we're working on and implement what I think were much better practices for long-term sustainability, things that actually take into account, you know, game theory, sustainable economics, funding models, like how you're going to use, you know, get resources, build a team, sustain that team think strategically of what are some of the big problems in the industry they can solve. And that's, that's really how I, I felt like it was in the Godfather in a way where, you know, it was like trying to, trying to get out and it kept pulling him back in. Well yeah. I was trying to get out and just wrap up my PhD and just kept getting more, more pulled into it. So,
0: Mate, but I love a, it. No it's regrets. Very to a lot of people's stories. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> horizon lads, when, when did you start it? When, when, when did it kick off when you, when your involvement really sort of lifted?
1: Yeah. So there's actually two, two things that we, we run. So one is the public nonprofit, which is uh, the Zen blockchain foundation, which governs the horizon ecosystem. Yep. And that was used to be called ZenCash, uh, and we really, we structured that as a nonprofit two years ago, actually almost two years ago to the day, like two years and, and a week ago, we, we just celebrated our two year anniversary. And this January, this year, we launched horizon labs, which is the commercial offshoot. So we've been building some really good base technology, and a yeah. pretty awesome robust ecosystem with massive node network that we want to do some things with horizon labs is all about okay let's start converting businesses into this ecosystem so
0: that we can actually have real world use cases so that's what i'm really interested in right so when we're looking at blockchain when we're looking looking at any business whether it's called blockchain or cryptocurrency it doesn't matter you're looking to sort of uh I guess either replace something or fill a void that you might see a gap. Now, what's right. the gap that Horizon Labs is really focused on right now? I think it, it sounds pretty obvious, but I, I just want to ask you from yeah. your perspective, what's the market you're after? What's the gap or the void you're trying to fill?
1: Right. So there's two things, two ways to look at it. And I do wear two hats. So I, I'm also part of this nonprofit and we have an objective there and kind of a, a focused 2 market strategy. And then this mm-hmm. Horizon Labs and we have a different strategy there. On on the nonprofit, with Verizon, the big deal is is privacy. So we live in a world where privacy is increasingly sought after, and people are realizing, starting to get pissed off that a lot of the products that they use on a regular basis don't afford them privacy. And the companies whose products they're using are actually uh, leveraging massive economic rewards on the data that they're generating and voluntarily contributing. So really, the huge market opportunity there is giving people privacy to the extent where we endow them with ownership of their data out of our our app ecosystem. So that's really the target for Horizon. That's what we're all about. We use zero-knowledge cryptography and some other cryptographic protocols for our network to be really secure, really robust. And and ultimately, we're opening this up to an app ecosystem where individual users own the data coming off their apps. Horizon Labs, the big focus there is we see a huge opportunity for bridging the the private to public uh, gap in the ecosystem. So really what you see is you have these public blockchains, you have the Bitcoins and the Ethereums, and then you have these private blockchains like IBM, Hyperledger Instances, you've got R3 and other consortiums, and they're each doing valuable things, but there's a huge opportunity in the middle in combining them. So we have an opportunity to do with our our unfederated or or purely decentralized sidechain system is you can have your own private blockchain on a sidechain, Uh, And then you can still validate and and leverage the security characteristics of having a 25,000 node network public main chain. So really, we look at the public network as like the internet, and companies can now plug in. So it's like the early days of networking where people said, hey, in the 90s, hey, networking is really interesting. Let's set up an internet for our company and network the divisions in our company. And then what they realized a few years later was it's much more valuable to plug into the public infrastructure, which is the internet. So what we're trying to do is actually very analogous to those early days of networking and bringing companies into this public uh, ecosystem in a way where they can leverage security and cost sharing across the public infrastructure.
0: Wow. Um, that's uh, a, a really good analogy too. Uh, and like the whole, like people, try, people, people struggle to understand what blockchain is, private and public chains, And, and the right. internet's what I use as well. It's like, well, think of the internet when it first started. It, it wasn't about, you know, oh, I can speak to someone in Russia. It was usually held in a small closed circuit sort of situation. And you would, yep. you would network, as you say, uh, in, within that little ecosystem that had been created. So what you're saying is you're trying to take these private chains, tap them into the public to access more information, more data, and more security through the private to the public, right? So you're trying right. to make the that, positives of both. Exactly. That's exactly right.
1: And it serves a huge need because uh, as, as one example, if you were to build – say uh, an exchange marketplace where you've got regulators you've got brokers you know all parties that don't really trust each other
0: yeah.
1: uh, and then you've got investors in another part of the world say some hedge fund in new york that wants to invest in some exchange in say a developing marketplace or a developing market they may not trust that exchange to not tamper with data and provide private you know private benefits to certain stakeholders within that small ecosystem what we provide is the opportunity where you can, you can have a more efficient, you know, exchange environment. You can now plug that exchange into a public infrastructure where uh, the, new, the nuance of our sidechain system is you, can, you have your own nodes on the, the private side. Well, you can also open it up to the public if you want more nodes. And there's a, basically a node marketplace. But the cool thing is uh, you define consensus for your sidechain. And we have proving circuits that basically output a Boolean you know, true or false, was consensus met or was it not met? So you can now have all of these public nodes and we have about 25,000 of them right now that all of them are trying to find fraud to say, is this circuit output true or false? And if it's ever false, they call the, they call the red flag and say we've identified something that's false, but they don't have to know what the rules are. All they know is that the circuit requirements were met or the consensus rules were met via the circuit. So it's a really elegant architecture where you can have really kind of unbounded, spontaneous participation by anyone in the world to be a monitor of what's going on in your private system without having the details of your private system. So it's, it's brilliant for, you know, developing marketplaces, frontier
0: marketplaces, basically anyone with a transparency or trust problem. Wow. And I can tell you, I'm very passionate about it. It's great to see a founder and CEO as passionate <laughs> because they've got to be, right? How many hours? Absolutely. absolutely. I love what we're it. doing. It's the best a job in, in the You've world. Got to get exactly. hands dirty. Hey, listen, I mean, regarding all that, I mean, it I understand what you're trying to put together. Now, of course, a business needs to have a client. So who are the clients that you're you know, you're you after always in business, the low hanging fruit first, right? You want to show that the product works, show that you can pull off, and then you'll creep up the tree further. So so what have you been focusing on client-wise? And what clients do you have? Right. So uh, some of these I really can't mention
1: just because we haven't gone public with them, but I can tell you the verticals that we're focusing on and we have clients within these verticals. So really what we're focusing on with Horizon Labs is bringing to market an SDK. So basically a software developer kit or a toolkit where developers, app, app developers, businesses can grab our technology and deploy it themselves. So kind of like a Twilio model. That's, that's our goal, our product goal and where we're going. Now, to go to market, we actually have a select set of about half a dozen design partners, Uh, not really clients, you know, guys in in particular verticals that we're interested in, we think the technology will really, you know, prosper. So we're working with them to actually bring our side chains to market. Uh, And what they are is we're working with a bank, we're working with uh, an exchange in a developing marketplace to do factoring. So factoring is a very interesting marketplace for us because it has massive, uh, you know, opportunity in in developing markets for small and medium sized businesses to alleviate some of their financing concerns or like real world problems where they're just stuck with financing constraints that really shouldn't exist if they had access to foreign capital and an efficient marketplace. Um, We're looking at materials. So materials sector is huge. Uh, Mm -hmm. Some really big supply chain clients. So that's absolutely critical. I mean, such a great vertical for us to get into where there's so much, uh, economic activity going on in what we call like the boring industries, basically logistics and supply chain, bringing everything that we use and take for granted every day. There's a massive multi-trillion-dollar marketplace that does it, and our technology, I think, is the perfect solution for a lot of these problems that exist in that industry. Uh, so we're looking at some big clients there, gaming clients. We're looking at smart cities solutions. Um, so we're, you know, we we have about a half a dozen, like I said, you know, vertical spread for what, where we're targeting. With really good partners there. The goal, also a healthcare one. The goal is really to see what works best, and then, yeah, and then you know, double kind of, down. So it, it, it's like probing the front, and when you find a, a gap in the front,
0: you just kind of go all in, all in with your forces, right? Wow, mate! I'm, look, it's it's it sounds quite amazing what you're doing. you obviously got um, a huge amount of understanding for the tech side of it, and and, and you know you, you seem like a CEO and a founder that understands from right in the beginning all the way through to the execution at the end which is a really powerful thing. And it's going to help you massively as I'm sure you're aware in um, in being able to communicate that message across your staff and to your clients at the end of the day as well. But there's more to you than just horizon labs. Now we're going to ask you where we can find out more information about that as well. But we also had a, Brief little chat at the very beginning, uh, around the intro, where you talked about Bitcoin, blockchain, apps in finance. Now, you were yep. doing, I want to know more about what you were teaching in that, how you were teaching it. Like, was that at university? Was that in, like, just tell us about that, that, that part of your life as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I taught, um, taught a course over two different semesters um, called exactly that, Bitcoin and Blockchain Applications in Finance. It was through an, an honors program at the University of South Carolina. Um, so that's where I was getting my PhD, and that's where I was asked to, to teach this course. So really what it was, actually, I based the course, at least the first part of it, on Andreas Andreas Antonopoulos' book called Mastering Bitcoin. If yeah. you've checked out that one, I, I highly recommend it to anyone who wants to kind of get, it, it provides high-level overview of, you know, Bitcoin and the technology, but also it dives into the weeds a bit on some code and get, getting into the cryptographic primitives, getting into elliptic curves. So we, we taught all this stuff. So really the, the technology foundations of, of uh, what's going on in Bitcoin in particular. So this was actually really pre-explosion of Ethereum. See, when the second minute,
0: time, does
1: it? So I started the first, the first time I taught it was 2016 and the wow. second time was 2017. So the second time Ethereum was a big thing. Yeah. Uh, the first time it wasn't. So really uh, we, we started talking a bit more about Ethereum and some alternative technologies. Um, But the the bulk of the course is really talking about what is blockchain, how does the technology work, you know, how does the cryptography work, what is asymmetric cryptography, and then I got into the economics. So what is the money supply? Can you have Mm -hmm. variations in total supply, emission rates? What is an optimal, you know, money supply path? And then talking about like, uh, you know, efficient market hypotheses in, in this domain, because you know, you could imagine that any investor knows ex ante the entire money supply path. So where's all the variability from on the demand side getting to some market microstructure stuff, looking at cross country, you know, differences in asset pricing. That was actually uh, my first academic paper uh, was on analyzing you know, differences in Bitcoin premiums across countries and trying to explain that. So getting to some of this stuff, talking about governance issues, and then right. thinking as like from the perspective of an investor, how would you build efficient portfolios? in the space. You're looking at like, uh, you know, a portfolio if you're constructing portfolios, like blended portfolios of, of crypto, stocks, bonds, real estate, all that kind of stuff. Gee, so you Can, went can you improve? Yeah. I mean, can you improve Sharpe ratios with Bitcoin? Of course. You know, it, it's not really correlated to any other asset class, so yeah, you know, it, it was a fun class for
0: sure. And I mean, you must have got a lot of, I mean, especially at 2016 class, I and mean, if these people are sitting there listening, learning and being involved. I'm going to make the assumption that many of them also got involved in the investing side of it. Is that right? <laughs> you know, I, I would say so. Um, probably relatively
1: small scale at the time, but you know, and prices were low enough back then where yeah. it would matter. Right. Also did the, 20 yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm not really sure. So actually my best student uh, now works for us. Ah, um, so yeah. he, he's, and that's the benefit of being a, a professor is you get to always poach the best talent, you know, so you get to yeah. teach them, see how they respond and see how they grow pick the best ones. So that was probably the best output from it.
0: Well, as an educator, we do the same. We teach trading courses. We teach trading strategy. I've been doing that for 13 years. So yeah, I, I, I get you, man. Like from within my community, I bring my apprentices through. I train them up, they become part of the team. It's a, it's uh, it's awesome. a win, win, win. But look, Robert, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking with you today. It's, um, it's truly fascinating speaking to somebody of you know, such an exciting and interesting background, uh, backstory that brought you into the space. (laughs) I mean, you went from something really cool to something really cool. Uh, (laughs) So that was really, really interesting. And thank you for your insights around Horizon Labs and also what you were doing there at the University of Carolina, you say. Um, Now, where can we find more information about the projects and yourself?
1: Yeah, so our one-stop shop for all information, come to the website. I mean, really, so horizon.global, and our ticker symbol ZEN, so you see, we changed the spelling of Horizon to horizon.global. Uh, also, horizonlabs.io if you're interested in the commercial aspects of what we're doing. Uh, and then really, we have a very active community. It's a community-driven project on the, the nonprofit side. So our Discord is where a lot of the action happens. We have a Telegram chat. Um, you know, We've got Reddit. We've got Twitter, all the social media stuff. We actually do something a little unique. Every month, we do a, a monthly update, which is akin to like a quarterly board review for a corporation where we have all the divisions reporting on exactly what they've done and what they're working on. So you can see it's a massively transparent project. You can see exactly what's going on. All the projects we are working on status for all of them, what we're thinking, the new BD deals in the pipeline, right? So it's, it's a pretty cool comprehensive thing and you get to meet our team. So we do that once a month, the first Wednesday of every month, one o'clock Eastern time, you can chime in. You can look at the past ones on YouTube. So it's kind of cool. It's like, it's like an archive. You can see actually, so my co-founder, Rolf and I, yeah, exactly. Two years ago we launched and Rolf and I used to do these things basically on our own and they were terrible. And now you can see how professional and well-organized the team is because the, the, the quality of the output, you can just trace over time. Right now, basically the team's nailed it. And I'm very fortunate to just have an awesome group of people that work really well together, like a well-oiled machine. So it's, it's really, it's uh, humbling to see. And I can say we have much better people on the team who explain things than, than just me. So if, it's great. I, I recommend everyone chime in, check it out and, you know, come participate if you're interested.
0: Excellent, mate. Well, guys, you heard it first, where to find the information, transparency, understanding and insight into what Horizon Labs and um, it's Horizon, by the way, Z-E-N yeah. and everything <laughs> else these guys are doing. So thank you once yeah. again, uh, Robert Viglione. Thank you, you Craig. You Appreciate That's it. Lovely to speak to you today, mate. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Bye for now. This show is proudly sponsored by TraderCobb.com forward slash classroom. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we are taking this show on the road. First of all, major cities across Australia and then over to New Zealand. We'll be moving across the globe through 2020. So please register your city and your interest. Get your spot quick because they're filling fast. All you have to do is go to TraderCobb.com forward slash classroom. If you're already a member, let us know because we've got special prices for members already. That's TraderCobb.com forward slash classroom. Spots are filling quick. So get involved.